Welcome back to Growing Places, a podcast about all things economic development here in the Sioux Falls metro area, brought to you by the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance. We're back. That's right, folks. We're back. Are we back, Ryan? Yes, Jesse. We are, in fact, back. Are we back, Sheldon? Welcome to Growing Places. And we have a new guest with us here today, Lisa Zen. Say hi, Lisa. Hello. Well, hey, podcast world. We've taken a slight hiatus. We've been gone for roughly a month on our own little summer break. As we're recording this, it's 100 degrees outside right about, and we're experiencing the first true week of summer, it feels like, in uh, Muggy Sioux Falls. But uh, things are looking good. It's going to be a great summer here in the Sioux Metro. Uh, we have our golf tournament that's coming up here at the end of June that we're gearing up for. I'm just so glad to be in this podcast studio with with our full team, uh, minus our beloved former intern, Molly Stevens, who is the former hostess of this podcast. I will remember you. That was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> will uh, you remember? Uh, but I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Fonkert, president and CEO of the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance. And today's podcast episode, we wanted to introduce the world to Lisa Zenz and uh, talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with, uh, with her. So, uh, Lisa, uh, who are you? What do you do? And why are you here? <laughs> That's a great question. Ask my mom. No, um, my name is Lisa Zenz. I am back in Sioux Falls. I'm originally from Sioux Falls area. Just moved back from Redfield, middle of nowhere, South Dakota, and um, very excited to be back in economic development and growing the um, greater Sioux metro area. Uh, my role will be mostly in Harrisburg and Worthing as the economic development director. And at this point, I'm just here ready to learn and meet a lot of different people and um, get started on progression for our communities. So Sheldon, how does it feel to not be the newest member of the SMGA team anymore? You know, I am so excited to have Lisa on board, you know, not just because it means that I'm not the, the, the low person on the totem pole, but more importantly, because Lisa knows what she's doing. She's been around the block. She has so much experience. And so it's been a joy to learn from somebody that, and that knows what they are doing in economic development. Walk us through your career up to this point. So uh, you have some economic development experience. How did that start? Where, where did it start? And then how did you get to this point? Perfect, yeah. Um, prior to moving to Redfield, I was here in Sioux Falls area and worked for National American University for about eight and a half years. When I met my husband and moved back to the Redfield area, um, was the first time I had ever started to understand economic development and community development and what that meant. One of the first positions I held while moving there um, was with the Aberdeen Chamber and I really enjoyed and loved the community and um, just, just what they were trying to do and accomplish in that area was awesome. I felt this need to be back in my own community of Redfield, which I was learning a lot about Aberdeen, but not Redfield. So um, when the position came for planning and zoning administrator, I accepted that position for Spink County. Um, from there, I um, 
worked with the county commissioners and one of our county commissioners was the executive director for economic development in Spink County and uh, asked me to apply for the position as he was retiring. Um, from that, I accepted that pos position and I um, started working throughout Spink County. I had 10 different communities in there. Um, d the needs that we kind of focused on were housing, how do we keep our kids in um, the area, business growth, industrial growth, and agriculture. Um, those were some really big uh, demands right at the beginning. And as I dug in a little bit deeper, I realized that community uh, development was really important too, to make all of those things successful. Uh, after that, uh, we we did um, move to the Sioux Falls area, my husband and my family. We have a small trucking business in uh, Sioux Falls and I was able to start a position at the Governor's Office of Economic Development as the value added egg person for South Dakota. Um, I really enjoyed that uh, position and really got to know a lot about um, CAFOs and dairies and everything that's going on. Cheese factory is just a whole new um, atmosphere that I was not used to where I was prior. Um, from that position, I ended up um, going to egg resource management, which um, is a non-traditional financing of straight line crop input. Uh, for farmers in the South Dakota, Iowa, Minnesota, and they do actually have 36 uh, offices throughout the United States. So there's many farmers that we're helping all over. Uh, I was really interested in that position. Uh, it wasn't quite economic development. It was more lending, but I did know that we were helping our egg sector in South Dakota, and that was very, very important. Uh, I believe in 2001, we had 13 to 14 farmers that were in bankruptcy that we were able to keep on the farm and farming. And I, again, it wasn't quite economic development, but when we're helping our egg sector, it is economic development. After that, I saw this position for uh, Harrisburg and Worthing, and uh, first thing I wanted to do was be back involved with economic development and working with our communities and meeting people and just having that progressive growth. So I'm very, very excited. I feel like the communities that I'm going to be involved in have a lot of growth potential and um, I'm very excited to meet community members and start working on that plan. You are crazy enough to actually want to come back to economic development, which I don't know if that is a good thing or a bad thing. The fact that you had, what, 10 communities in Spink County uh, seems like a lot, but I guess we have 15 here in Sioux Metro, and that's definitely uh, quite, a, quite a bit. Uh, so tell us, what excites you about working in Harrisburg to start? Uh, first of all, again, getting to know the community and being involved uh, where I live again. I haven't been able to do that since I've moved back to Sioux Falls, and I'm very, very excited about that piece. Um, I think Harrisburg has a lot of potential. Uh, housing growth is huge. Um, I'm a huge, um, I'm very, very passionate about housing, and I think that Harrisburg and Worthing on that note have um, huge potential going forward. I'd like to see some more value-added egg businesses in Lincoln County. Um, 
and just the growth potential as a whole. It, it's exciting, and we've got some some young progressive people looking forward at the future. And it's not just a year from now; we're talking ten years from now and how we plan and develop those areas. Yeah, I would think from a Harrisburg perspective, having the Heart of Harrisburg campaign underway and pretty much wrapped up is going to be a pretty cool tool in your toolbox when it comes to recruiting businesses. Absolutely. That will be a very good tool. And as far as Worthing goes, what excites you about working in Worthing? Worthing is a clean slate. I think it'll be very fun to get involved. I think um, there are some people in positions that want to see that growth as Harrisburg and T grow um, and Canton at that point. Uh, Worthing is just um, a, a doorway away from the growth potential. Um, there's many areas for outside city limits that are um, that egg or industrial use that we can tap into. And I believe housing and workforce and all of that are going to come together in Worthing very, very soon. There's also the Old Town Dinner Theater, which is, yeah. A real gem. Have, we, have you gone to that before? Have I? Yeah. I haven't actually, but um, I've always heard positive reviews. I think we should do some team bonding there. What do you think, Sheldon? Well, I did see they are celebrating their um, Ruby anniversary. You can look it up by going to 605magazine.com, I think is the website, where we sponsored an article on the Old Town Dinner Theater. Um, and uh, grab a date. If you don't have a date, get on Tinder, find somebody. Uh, bring them down there, and they do a pretty good dinner, too. We really got to start monetizing this podcast. We're giving so many plugs here. So many plugs. So many copyrights. All the plugs. But that's the point of our job, is to promote the places where we live, because we are growing places here at Sumetro. Nice. And just an FYI on that note, Worthing Days are going to be coming up this weekend on June 17th, 18th, and 19th. So please come out and join us. And because Harrisburg Days just happened, they had Johnny Home Band there. It's a free event. I saw some Snapchats, and it was just totally packed in that tent. Holy moly. We are right in the thick of things here, folks. Right in the thick of summer festival season. Uh, we had an article put out there on Sioux Falls Dot Business um, that explains them all. But this weekend, we have Jamboree Days. We have Jesse James Days. We've got all sorts of things all across. Next weekend is Quarry Days in Del Rapids. Um, all sorts of things. You know, it would be kind of a fun game to, to name the name of the festival and see if you can match it with the town. Because Jesse James Days is in? Garrettson. Garrettson, obviously. Jamboree Days? Hartford. Hartford. And Teapot Days? Tea. Tea, which is no. also this weekend. No. Lennox. Yeah. yeah. Does, <laughs> it's in Parker. God, guys. Does Lennox have a festival? <laughs> Old-fashioned Fourth of July, baby. Which is one of the largest Fourth of July parades in South Dakota. Is that Pretty correct? Pretty much uh, Lennox and Cranzburg, I think, are vying for the title of most raucous, most fun Fourth of July in the state of South Dakota. Yeah, so which... Lennox is a little bit more friend family-friendly. Cruise night, though, is a lot of fun in Lennox uh, when, when people take out their old, uh, you know, like the 60s uh, the sixties Mustangs or some custom cars, and they cruise them up and down Main Street. And there there are libations at that event. Uh, so, Sheldon, Ryan, you guys have been on this job now for, gosh, a little over a year for you, Ryan, roughly six months for you, Sheldon. What advice do you have for Lisa as she gets going? Who wants to start? I think, Shel I think Sheldon wants to start. Plenty of time. <laughs> this job... And the Sioux Metro has such a unique perspective of being these communities that are both, you know, rural as well as suburban and finding that 
unique mixture of how to find that sense of place where these, you know, residents live and businesses thrive um, while seeking to grow them into uh, larger places with even more people experiencing that unique culture. Um, and so I guess my advice is to lean into that, lean into the, the difference between um, trying to find where the suburb starts and the and the rural town ends because there is no start and stop. It's all over the place, which I think is something that's really unique in this area um, compared to a lot of different metropolitan areas in the country. Sheldon, that's really great advice because I've learned that in two and a half weeks already. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Man, I don't know if I can wax as poetically as Sheldon did. Um, my advice probably comes from the great uh, American baseball player, Crash Davis. You just got to take them one day at a time. Every community is different. Um, every issue, even if it's housing or wastewater, which all communities face, um, it's different and unique to that community. And therefore, the solutions have to be unique to that community, too, because um, different communities, different folks are, are comfortable with different things. So I guess that's that's about, you know, Take it slow, take it one day at a time, and, and try to find those unique issues and unique solutions for those unique issues. Yeah, and I would think, too, that one of the greatest parts of our job is that it's not a job as much as it is public service, right? We serve people, we serve community, we serve businesses, and we help to create a higher quality of life. And so we do that by, by you know, practicing economic development. And we're pretty lucky that we can help make change and help empower people to, to be the best they can be for their communities. Um, and that's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And uh, we, can make, we can mock each other at the same time when we do it. What are the, some of the first things you think you'll be working on in Worthing? Some of the first things I would definitely say building relationships, finding stakeholders of the community, and really finding out um, how the community wants to progress and go forward. A uh, little different situation than what I'm normally used to is that I do not live in those communities and I'm not a staple of those communities. So I think it's really important to um, set that time aside for the next couple months and really learn the community members and where their passions are. It's very hard to come into a community and tell them what to do. So we want to be working for the community. Um, and figuring out those. So um, major thing is relationships in the beginning, and after that I really hope to see a lot of growth and a lot of good things happening. And kind of based on that comment, same thing in Harrisburg, I'm assuming, just yeah. building relationships and getting to know the community. Absolutely. Yeah. Relationships are going to be huge in the beginning. So going forward on these podcasts, we're going to end them by asking um, our guests, what is your favorite hidden gem to visit in the Sioux Metro. And so for you, Lisa, what is your favorite hidden gem to visit around the Sioux Metro? Around the Sioux Metro, um, Hartford Steakhouse. My favorite, favorite true gem. That is a great way to cozy up to the boss. Really appreciate that. Not about you. Not about me, she says. But it's I'm going to say it is. Yeah, Hartford Steakhouse Tavern, uh, home of the 995 filet mignon. I think prices have gone up just a little bit due to uh, record-breaking inflation, but uh, gosh, what is your go-to order there? Oh, prime rib. You do the, the prime time. rib, prime, prime rib, rib weekends? baked yeah. potato, and wedge salad, definitely. And Prime Time also has uh, two other locations within their family. One is in Huron, and the other one is out in Rapid City. And they uh, there's actually a fourth one in um, Vermilion now that uh, Diane's son is running, and it fabulous all the way around good meal never have a complaint how, and how do you order your prime rib 
This is the test. Medium. Okay. Not I'll take bloody. It. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, Not brown. All right, folks. Well, hey, thank you for joining us today for Growing Places. We'll be, we'll be back soon. we uh looking forward to an awesome season of podcasts coming your way. So stay tuned. Make sure you click subscribe. And thanks for helping us Growing Places here in the Sioux Metro. Thanks for listening to Growing Places. Follow us on social media at Sioux Metro. Tune in next time to the next episode of Growing Places. And always leave things better than the way you found them.